Welcome to Immerse Poets reading for week one, day one. Poets. Introduction to Poets. The five covenants God made with humanity through Noah, Abraham, Moses, David, and Jesus provide the deep structure of the Bible. The vital historic events that occasioned the first four of these covenants, the flood, the call of Abraham, the exodus, and the establishment of Israel's monarchy, are found in the Beginnings and Kingdoms volumes, the words and deeds of the prophets who spoke for God to the people of Israel follow in the prophets' volume. As the Jewish people assembled their scriptures over time, they included another group of books that they called the writings. These books from the latter part of the First Testament provide a key link for us to Israel's world during and after the nation's 70-year exile in Babylon. By the time these books were collected in final form, Israel's political independence had ended and the people were living under the rule of foreign powers. While some of the Jewish people remained in their traditional homeland, many were dispersed throughout the ancient Near Eastern world. The sages and scribes who wrote and gathered the writings provided stories, songs, and wise words to God's people to keep them closely tethered to their ancient identity and calling. The unique stories and historical records of the writings are collected in the Chronicles volume. The poetical books from the writings are collected here in Poets. The first books in this volume, Psalms, Lamentations, and Song of Songs, are collections of song lyrics. These song collections provide scriptures that reflect the rich reality of human life and a full range of human emotions. They are closely tied to Israel's life and history, expressing the agony of their trials and the joy of their celebrations. Through the deep sorrow of lamentations, the joyful exuberance of the love songs of Song of Songs, and the complaints, thanksgiving, exaltation, and praise of Psalms, we enter more deeply into Israel's story. Israel's regular worship calendar, from weekly Sabbath observances to annual festival celebrations, formed a vital part of the nation's ongoing covenant relationship with God. Many of the songs Israel used in worship are preserved in the great collection of lyric poems known as Psalms. And through these songs, we can also learn to find our own voice for talking to God about the heights and depths in our own life journey. These Hebrew songs are primarily expressed through parallel lines of Hebrew poetry. Most Hebrew poetry is written in groupings of parallel lines, usually two lines, though sometimes three. These lines work together in various ways, often using rich metaphors and other poetic features to state and then revisit their points. Second and third lines can reinforce, extend, deepen, or even talk back to the opening statements. The final books in this collection, 
Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and Job, come from Israel's wisdom tradition. These books share customary features with the wisdom writing of the ancient Near Eastern world, but they have the invaluable advantage of seeing life from within the context of a covenant relationship with God. They proclaim that fear of the Lord, Yahweh, Israel's covenant God, is the foundation of true knowledge. These wisdom books explore the workings of life in God's good but fractured world. Their core premise is that the Creator has embedded His wisdom into His creation, and they invite people to find and then follow that good way of life. Wisdom books commend the path of wisdom or righteousness, asserting that the God who created the world is the one who can best instruct us on how to live and flourish within it. The wisdom books are also written mostly in poetry, though in a greater variety of forms than the lyric poetry of Israel's songs. Proverbs consists almost entirely of couplets, two lines of verse, while Job mostly contains much longer poetic speeches. Ecclesiastes is a mixture of poetry and prose, though the prose receives its shape more from recurring words and imagery, as in a poem, than from the linear progression of a plotline, as in a story. It is a tremendous gift to us that the Bible is not just a collection of lectures about God. These books of songs and wisdom add depth, color, and texture to the biblical narrative. Through the use of beautiful lyric poetry and striking imagery, they help us fully realize that God's truth is truth for the real world. They invite us to see all the struggles, triumphs, and complications of our own lives within the bigger story of God's ongoing work, not yet completed, to bring flourishing life and peace to the world He created. Immersed in Psalms There are moments in the life of faith that need to be expressed with the full strength of human emotion and nothing serves that need better than putting words to music. So we should not be surprised that ancient Israel had a songbook, used in large gatherings at the temple and also in smaller settings within local communities. Psalms is a book of song lyrics, and many have musical notations, instructions, and even the names of tunes still attached. The fact that our scriptures include heartfelt expressions like these, of God's people speaking directly to Him, highlights that He wants to hear from us. He wants us to express our deepest longings and feelings to Him. These songs were gathered into the large collection we have today, during the time after Israel's exile to Babylon, but many are preserved from earlier times. King David is associated with 73 of them, nearly half of the total number. Our collection now includes 150 psalms, though Psalms 9 and 10 and 42 and 43, were each originally written as one psalm, but later divided. And one psalm is repeated twice, appearing as both Psalm 14 and Psalm 53. Whether birthed in the spiritual journey of an individual or the experiences of the community of God's people, all these songs came to be used in the corporate worship of Israel. But Psalms is more than a songbook. As the collection came together, it was shaped into five books, 
each closing with a doxology, special words of praise to God. These five books of Psalms recall the five books of Moses, the Torah, at the beginning of the Bible. Just as the Torah was used for instruction and study, Psalms came to be used the same way. In fact, Psalm 1 seems to have been placed first precisely to encourage people to meditate on Psalms as a book of instruction. This shows that these songs that were sung in worship could also be read as scripture. These song lyrics are written in the usual form of Hebrew poetry, with groupings of parallel lines. The second line repeats, contrasts, or intensifies the meaning of the first line. The figurative language in these poems is perfectly suited for forcefully expressing authentic human responses within God's story. Most of the psalms in the Bible are one of three types. Praise, lament, or thanksgiving. Psalms of praise call on people to worship and sing to God, honoring Him for His goodness and grace. Songs of lament are prayers to God for deliverance in deeply troubled times. Laments typically begin with an urgent and emotional cry, describing the struggles that the person or community is facing, and then make a specific request for help, almost always ending with expressions of trust in God. Psalms of thanksgiving often review the troubles that someone was experiencing, explain that they called upon God and were delivered, and then invite others to share in thanking and praising God. This collection of psalms also includes some other types of songs. Royal psalms celebrate the role of Israel's king, both the human king and God as the nation's high king. Pilgrim psalms, also called psalms of ascent, were sung by pilgrims making their way up to Jerusalem for one of the great Jewish festivals. Wisdom psalms echo Israel's traditions about following God's instructions to discover the path to flourishing life. It is important that the psalms are more than just songs of praise. The laments and cries for justice prevent the songs from being merely a celebration of the status quo. The life of faith includes the shattering pain of injustice and wrongdoing that calls God's power and goodness into question. In such situations, God's deliverance of His people in answer to their cries leads them to a more profound appreciation of His faithfulness and care. The enduring message of the book overall is that God welcomes the honest expressions of our hearts, reflecting all the challenges of our ongoing relationship with Him. The book of Psalms was very popular in the first century A.D. and is crucial for understanding the story of Jesus the Messiah. The writers of the New Testament saw the themes of Psalms continuing in the ongoing story of God's people. This can be true for us today also as we read, sing, reflect on, and enter into the same story of struggle, rescue, and restoration. Israel's songbook gives us the words for expressing our own movements through lament and praise and thanksgiving on our journey with God toward a world of justice and peace. This concludes today's Immerse Reading Experience. Thank you for joining us.